Welcome back to Preps Today with John Malay. John has been all over the place as always. Uh, he's going to bring us some great stories today to start off the new year at Preps Today with John Malay. John, of course, the prep activity and sports guru at mshsl.org, former Star Tribune colleague and great all-around guy. I hope you had uh, good holidays, John. Pretty good, Jim. Yeah, I think we talked about this on the last show a couple weeks ago. Very low-key at my house. We had done some traveling earlier in December, so we avoided the airports and roads and just kind of my wife and I laid back and one of our kids who still lives here in the Twin Cities, we got together and had a nice quiet Christmas. How about you? I uh, went to Boston to hang out with some family, uh, ended up going to the village in New York for a day. Uh, my wife bought me an incredible guitar at a little shop. Uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a musician or a guitar person, check out Carmine Street Guitars. It's a uh, documentary about this guy who basically takes reclaimed wood from famous bars and restaurants that are getting torn down around the city. He turns them into guitars. People like Bob Dylan and Lou Reed wow. buy them. Uh, and now I have one that's made from out of the wood from a bar restaurant called Chumley's, which is where like all the famous writers used to hang out. F. Scott Fitzgerald, oh, Hemingway, all these other people. Uh, so I'm playing a piece of New York. I'm playing a, an, a historical artifact and it also is an incredible guitar. So I, I get, oh. I get very lucky. I expect I will be my, my wife, three houses or four, four <laughs> rings in the future to make up for this, but it, it'll go. be worth it. That sounds like that'll be worth it. Good for you. That sounds like a great trip too. Yes, it was. Yeah. All right. Well, so what, where do you want to start with your journeys? Yeah, let's talk about Moorhead, Minnesota. I was up there, uh, last week, uh, the December, I want to say the 28th, I was there. Um, and I want to start this part of the show with, with this question, what makes a great gym? And I want to talk about that because I saw a great new gym in Moorhead, but on, on, on a larger picture here, we, we are really in the midst of a, of a boom in new, new school facilities in Minnesota. Some of these places that, that are brand new, like in Moorhead or, you know, a few years old, Owatonna has a new school this year. Um, just fantastic. So um, I put out a list on Twitter of, of a few of my favorite gyms. I'll get to that in a minute. But let's go back to Moorhead. Um, I've been to Moorhead a lot over the years. Never had anything but a fantastic time. Great people up there in Spudville. So I was there last week. Um, even though the way things work at the State High School League, our office is closed between the holidays. Everybody gets basically vacation time without burning up their own personal vacation time. And I generally am not big on holiday tournaments. I like to kick back a little bit. I, I think it'd be great for families if, if they were allowed to kick back a little bit. And I know a lot of them do. And But holiday traditions, their holiday tournaments, they're a pretty good tradition in Minnesota high school sports. But I, I made an exception and, and actually uh, took a couple days, went up to went up to Moorhead, which they, they just did the most tremendous thing. Uh, it, it was around the Moorhead Holiday Basketball Tournament. This involves four girls teams, four boys teams, basketball teams this year, the 28th and 29th of December. And the way they did this was really cool. The first day they played all the games in the gym that's been the home of the Spuds since 1968. And on the second day of this two-day tournament, uh, they went down the hall and played the games in their brand new gym, which is part of a fabulous new project 
uh, that really that isn't done yet. It's it's going to be a while, but a, a new wing of the new school is done, and, and, and part of that is these athletic facilities. Um, and I wasn't there the first night in the old gym. I've been to games in the old gym. I'm familiar with it. Uh, but they they really put on a good show. They invited you know former players, coaches. They were honored. Uh, there were some special moments. I, I saw some tweets from up there. This one really blew me away. Uh, a, a current senior on the Moorhead boys basketball team, Dylan Zimmerman, I believe he scored his 1,000th career point that, that first night of this tournament. And there was a picture tweeted of Dylan, a high school senior, shaking hands with a former spud named Lowell Bulger, who also was a coach in Moorhead. He graduated from Moorhead High School in 1954. So we're, this is this is 2024. That's a 70-year spread between these two basketball players. That's pretty cool. And after the final game in the old gym on the first night of the tournament, they had a nice ceremony emceed by Larry Knutson, a friend of mine. He's been the radio voice of the Spuds since the 70s at some point. And then after this ceremony, everybody in the gym, and they tell me the gym was packed for the last games in the old gym. Uh, everybody was invited. Hey, let's walk down this new hall. Let's go down to the new gym, which, which other than the Moorhead boys and girls teams, uh, nobody had seen. So everybody took took off down the hall. They rolled ball carts down the hall. People were able to get on the court, shoot baskets, look around. Everybody told me it was, it was fantastic. So then I I went to Moorhead the next day, um, just to be there for day one in the new gym. You know, there's only one day one. I wanted to be there for that. And my friend Dean Haugo, he's the athletic director. I've known Dean for a long time. Gave me a really nice tour of the new school. It's it's The athletic facilities are, are unrivaled, I think, between the training room, weight room, locker rooms. I mean, they have specific locker rooms just for visiting teams. They're not like taking a, a FIED locker room. And this is this is where we're going to put the visiting teams. There's there are doors that say visitors locker room. Uh, it's it's just there's glass everywhere. You know you stand in this in this weight room, which is up on the second floor, and nothing but a wall of windows overlooking the football stadium. There's a brand new pool right there. The locker rooms, the training rooms, rooms for officials, and something that's really rare. I don't know that I that I've seen this at any other high school in Minnesota. The the hockey arena is right at the high school. You can walk down a hall to Moorhead Sports Center, which in fact has two sheets of ice, and it's the home of uh, the boys and girls hockey teams for the Spuds as well as the teams from Concordia College, which is just down the street. And, and, and like I said, it's not done. Uh, on the athletic part of it, there's a lot of blank walls that are going to be covered in murals and banners, and there's going to be some great historical displays and uh, it was just a really cool two days of basketball. It, it's kind of fitting that this is this is happening now. Uh, it's the 150th year of Moorhead Public Schools. And the people in Moorhead, including our friend Brian Cole, he's been on the podcast. He was the, the mastermind behind the uh, Be the Light video during the yep. pandemic. Brian does so many great things. Uh, they've really gone the distance in honoring that history. Brian was very kind. He gave me a copy of this really nice hardcover coffee table book. And the title is uh, Once a Spud, Always a Spud. And it's just packed with history. 
of the school district up there, not just sports, but everything. And what amazed me, you go to the back of this coffee table book, everyone who has ever graduated from Moorhead High School has their name listed in the back of this book by by graduating year. It's really cool. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll toot my own horn. There's, a, there's even a photo of dumb old me in this uh, coffee table book. It, it's from a state tournament a few years ago. I'm with Spuddy, standing with Spuddy for a photo, the greatest mascot in Minnesota. Um, and then I did spend that night in Moorhead. I'm too old and too wise to try to drive four hours home on a foggy winter night. And my wife went along with me. She didn't go to the basketball, but she hung out at the hotel. She likes to get away and do that. And, and uh, we, we visited downtown Fargo. I had never been to downtown Fargo. I, I don't know how many times I've been to Fargo, Moorhead. I've been to, you know, North Dakota State athletic events over the years. I've been to football game. I know I've covered it one or two St. John's, Concordia College football games up there, Moorhead High School many times, uh, but never downtown Fargo. So I asked my wife, hey, before we leave town, you want to go to downtown Fargo? She was all for it. And it was, it's a really cool little downtown, uh, you know, good shopping and restaurants. Uh, it was really pretty cool. And uh, if you want to read about uh, my trip to Moorhead and the great facilities there, go to John's Journal at mshsl.org. Uh, you can read that story. But I, again, I want to say thanks to everybody in Moorhead for treating me so much better than I deserve to be treated. That That's a special place. And now let's get back to my list of uh, great gyms. There's no way to do this and not leave somebody out, but these are all either brand new or relatively new gyms. I've got four of them on my list. I tweeted this. I tweeted three of them uh, in the last 24 hours, and uh, I got some, hey, what about us? What about us? And and somebody even wanted to know, do I have a list of my favorite gyms that are at least 40 years old? I do not. I, I do not. That's 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 in the weeds. Um, but here, here's my four. This is no particular order. Perham High School, Wadena Deer Creek, Owatonna, and Moorhead. Those are four fabulous gyms. And the thing that that really puts them over the top for me, Jim, there's two things. Seating on all four sides. And these all have that. That really, that really gives it that arena feel. And then windows with natural light before the sun goes down. And all of these have that. This Moorhead place is phenomenal. There's six scoreboards in that gym. They got the big one hanging above center court, the big video board, and then five other gyms in the corners and the walls. Really cool. So thanks again to everybody in Moorhead. They've, they've really done a good job on this new school, and it's a continuing project. They're doing it in phases, but, uh, boy, a lot of lucky people in Moorhead, Minnesota. Great stuff. Great stuff. Great way to start the new year. want to let you know that if you like this show, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's the easiest way to listen and it's free. Uh, you can do the same for any show you like at talknorth.com. We've added the Dawn of Sports. Dawn Mitchell's new show, Natalie Darwitz, uh, was our most recent guest. Check out that show as well. She's had some great guests, everybody from Jim Cott to Chad Greenway to Natalie to all kinds of sports figures like Mike Carrico. Uh, that's been a great addition. We are brought to, we're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studio, and we want to thank our longtime sponsors, Pizza Barn in Princeton and, and Propane, propane.com. John, tell us what's going on at Pizza Barn in Princeton right now. Yeah, it's it's a new year, Jim. It's 2024. We're, we're patiently awaiting the announcement of the pizza of the month for January. 
but we have received word about another delicious item from the Pizza Barn in downtown Princeton. The January appetizer of the month is Cowboy Bites. I'm not exactly sure. I saw a picture of Cowboy Bites on the Pizza Barn Facebook page. They look phenomenal. They come with a side of Chipotle Ranch. Uh, They're a little spicy which will keep us warm in this chilly uh, winter weather. And as always, we're proud to congratulate everybody at the Pizza Barn. They've been in business for more than 40 years. They serve the community in many ways. It's a busy place all the time with a menu that includes everything you'd want for lunch, dinner, in-person dining, take and bake. They deliver, they cater. They also have their popular lunch buffet Monday through Friday. And as always, great thanks to our friend Jody Stay, and everybody at the Pizza Barn for for everything they do, including sponsoring our podcast. Yes, thank you very much, Jody. Uh, Again, thanks to Aquarius Home Services. We also want to let you know that we need to lower our carbon footprint and need reliable and affordable energy. And a clean energy solution for tomorrow is available today that's ready to work alongside other energy sources. It's propane. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of electricity generated from the U.S. grid and is energy stored on-site and independent from the vulnerabilities of that grid. Major advances are being made today for renewable propane, which is compatible with traditional propane. Minnesota needs to use all of our low-carbon alternatives to safely provide energy, reliability, resiliency, and affordability. Propane, the right energy right now. Find out more about what propane can do for you at propane.com. So now let's move on and let's find out about what happened in Albany. Yeah, we talked about this on the last show, Jim. Uh, The Albany gymnastics team. I had been up there to visit this first-year varsity team. Uh, There's a story that's been posted on John's Journal at mshsl.org. As I said on our last show, it's a really rare situation. The first year of a varsity team in any sport, and in Albany, it's gymnastics. The way they they got to this point is really interesting with a local gymnastics club building a phenomenal facility, and the little kids have been uh, going to gymnastics in Albany for years, and now they've got the point where it's a varsity sport. It's a young team, that's for sure. The oldest, the oldest members of the team are not two ninth graders. Uh, the other ten kids are all seventh and eighth graders. And I just, you know, I've been writing about high school sports for decades in, in Minnesota, Jim. I don't recall. I don't want to rule it out, but I don't recall ever writing about a first-year varsity team in any sport. It, it may have happened. Maybe it, maybe the word is it probably has happened that I've written about them. I can't think of one. That just means I'm getting old. My brain is getting soft, but it was fun to hang out with the Albany gymnasts. And on my travels here, uh, you know, to Moorhead and Albany places I've been the last few weeks here, I posed a question on Twitter. This is pretty specific. A uh, question about bakeries that are located right off interstate highways. Anybody going up 35 to Duluth, Toby's in Hinkley, that's, you know, it's a restaurant. It's a great bakery. Uh, That's always been my number one uh, uh, interstate highway bakery location in Minnesota. That's the category, interstate highway bakeries. Uh, But I think I may have a new number one uh, going up to Albany and then back back up on 94 to Moorhead. In Clearwater, Minnesota, there's a truck stop, Nelson Brothers Truck Stop. It's a convenience store. It's a restaurant. They got everything in there, but they've got this bakery that if you've never been to Nelson Brothers Truck Stop in Clearwater, walk into that bakery. You, It will change your life. It's not only a huge bakery counter, 
they have got some of the most massive bakery items. They got donuts the size of your head. They got, oh, it's unbelievable. So when my wife and I were driving home from Moorhead, we stopped in there. And I, I, I'd probably, I thought I oversold it, telling her how great it was. And she admitted, yeah, this is pretty great. You didn't oversell it. She was blown away by that thing. And she's a huge Toby's fan too. So how lucky are we in Minnesota to have, to have bakeries like that on two big highways? Way to go. Way to go, Toby's. Way to go, Nelson Brothers. Beautiful stuff. <laughs> Um, by the way, you and I should start a business. Head-sized yes. muffins. Oh, muffins the size of Or, or I guess in your oh, case, yeah. head-sized uh, pretzels. That that too. That too. Here, speaking of pretzels, so when I'm in Moorhead, I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't have this as officially part of the podcast, but that reminds me. So, they had a great concession stand going. I, I ordered a pretzel and cheese and a Diet Mountain Dew and I tweeted pictures of them. And uh, the most fun I had up there, just people I've never met who know me from my work or from Twitter or John's or whatever, just coming up to me, shaking hands, telling me how much they appreciate what I do. They just wanted to say hi in person and express that. It just, it just, oh, it just makes your heart sing. But one really nice lady, I'm sitting at the scorer's table. I think it was a halftime and I'm right at the edge of the scorer's table. This really nice young lady comes up and, John, I just, I just wanted to meet you. It's so cool to meet you. And I said to her, please aim higher, aim higher. If this is, if this is making your day, you're not doing everything right. And we had a good laugh and I was happened to be have a pretzel and cheese on a paper plate right in front of my laptop. And she said, how's the pretzel and cheese? Cause I know you're going to, I know you're going to put a review out. And I, I had to be, I had to be honest. I said, this is a mid-level pretzel but it's day one of the of the concession stand there's some dispensation here it was fine i didn't finish it it you know it didn't stay warm long enough because i was so busy chatting with people but uh yeah let's let's figure out some uh some million dollar idea here on giant pretzels and muffins and donuts and we'll open a spot along the interstate <laughs> and you could be our quality control officer. Oh, baby. I'm constantly I'll, checking in on it. Oh, I'll weigh 900 pounds and be the happiest 900 pounder in town. It, it's an ambition. It's an ambition. We can, we can help you with that. <laughs> we have to have goals. Yes. Must have goals in life. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you want to move on to time to yep. crank? Let's crank it up here. Yeah. As I said, you know, we all know it's 2024. January is here. And for me, and I think a lot of high school sports focused people in in Minnesota, this is when the winter sports really get into high gear. Everything's full tilt now. December is kind of, you know, we're getting into 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 game shape. Our season is starting, but I think once you get to January, it's like it's like NFL teams. December football, January football. That's when you better be ready to go. That's the case now. And you know what? In six weeks, we're going to be playing state tournaments. That's how fast the 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 winter can go here once we get to January. Um, well, actually, we'll have a state tournament next week, January 12th and 13th. We'll have state debate at the University of Minnesota here in Minneapolis. So, so we're 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 strapping on our headgear and we're pulling up our socks and we're we're getting to work and and really going to have some fun here down the home stretch. Excellent. All right, today's final. Official segment. You never know how, how what tangents sure. are going to go on, but our final official segment: most valuable teammate. 
Yeah, we're going to honor this week a most valuable teammate, Max Roast. He's a senior from Minnesota. Max excels in football, basketball. He's on the golf team. He's a member of band and choir groups. He's the student council president. He's a member of the National Honor Society, a straight-A student, active in many community areas. His leadership is absolutely second to none. Max is described by his teachers and coaches as an outstanding student, athlete, and leader. Congratulations to Max Roast of Minnesota on being a most valuable teammate. Excellent. Uh, great stuff as always, John. Any uh, Anything you want to plug about your upcoming week? Uh, nothing yet, Jim. I, it's funny. I've already getting emails. I'm looking at my calendar right now. People are so great to like, Hey, give me two weeks notice. Hey, something's going on in our gym. We'd love to have you if I can make it. Um, I may be up in ESCO next week. Uh, there's a interesting boys basketball game cherry with, uh, Isaac Asuma, future gopher basketball player at ESCO, and one of the basketball players at ESCO is uh, is uh, the Persich kid, Koi Persich, future gopher football player. They're going to be on the same basketball court. I may be there for that. Still yet to be determined, but uh, a lot of stuff going on. You know, next week, like I said, we'll have that state debate tournament, and and before we know it, we're going to be looking at February and state tournaments starting and and having all the fun that's allowed by law. Excellent. Uh, Great stuff, John. Thank you. We'll talk again next week. Thanks to everyone who listens. We really do appreciate it. And uh, never be afraid to to walk up to John when you see him on the road and, and tell him thank you for all of his work. 